What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Movie Boys podcast. Two weeks in a row. Who saw that one coming? You got Jeremy, Ben, and Bob back at you again, back and better than ever. We had a pretty successful first episode, I would say. Did you guys go back and watch anything that we talked about I, from 2022? I did. Yeah? I, well, I did. I did. Now, you said two weeks in a row. Pretty shocking, if, if I do say so myself. I was not expecting to be back for week two. But yeah, I listened back to some of the podcasts. Um, fuck, stuff that we talked about, I haven't watched any of it. I think I lied 15 times on that <laughs> podcast saying I was going to check it out. I haven't watched any of that stuff yet. I had the I had the bear ready to go and I clicked out of it. I'm like, nah, not yet, not quite yet. Did you yet. know that I was lying? And you said <laughs> I'm not going to watch it if Bob's not going to watch something. I felt that. I felt like Bob wasn't going to give anything we said a chance. So I'm like, I'm I'm not giving it a chance yet. Yeah, that's fair. Admittedly, I didn't watch anything that you guys had brought up last week. What I did do is watch the second season of The Bear, though, and mm. it is better than season one. It is actually pretty goddamn good i'm saying i wouldn't it would be best, great if i had watched it too so we could talk about it second best show of the year so far behind succession that's where i'm putting it Ooh, I love pretty it. high praise uh but you guys obviously will remember one of the things i brought up as uh one of the best of 2022 was of course top gun maverick and on that note i have some devastating news to share with you guys apparently they've been Don't doing this thing bad? No, he's very oh. much alive. And I saw him in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, and he's just killing it, like always. What I didn't see, however, was that they are doing something called Films on the Rocks, which is where periodically over the summer they're showing movies at Red Rock Amphitheater, the very famous music venue in Denver. Mm -hmm. Feels like Tom Cruise went there and you missed it. Almost. <laughs> they showed Top Gun Maverick at Red Rocks, this past Monday. I learned about this on Tuesday. And I'm not joking when I say I was like genuinely upset. Like it kind of ruined my day. Damn, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? How'd you miss that? That's what I'm really trying to figure out. Because like I was. If you had found out. I'm, or something. I'm trying to figure out like why do I give all my data to social media <laughs> sites if they're not going to feed me this information? Like, I couldn't speak any more clearly into my phone. They all know how much I like Top Gun Maverick. How did I not know about this? I'm not Even the algorithm me. isn't listening to our podcast. Jared, would you, <laughs> if if uh, you would have known on Monday, do you think you would have had tickets? Did it sell out? Or do you know anything else about it? I don't know. Uh, if there were, if there was even a single ticket available, I would have gone and seen it. But unfortunately, I was 24 hours too late. And now there's only one movie left. And it's a uh, Return of the uh, Jedi. It's a cat. <laughs> Not cats. Would you see cats at Red Rocks? No. <laughs> no, I don't think I would. I haven't heard great things about it. But uh, so last week, first episode back, we reflected on 2022 and all the TV shows and movies that we missed, or rather that we watched, but we didn't have an opportunity to talk about. And now, episode two, we're gonna reflect on the first half of 2023 with an annual tradition at the big movie boys known as the habsies the second most prestigious award show only behind the bimbos are end of the year awards how many of these have we done it's gotta be three i think this is our third habsies is that correct 
Sounds right. This is my first one sober, so I mean, I think the <laughs> the bimbos and the halvesies all just kind of blend together for me. I feel like this is the sixth or seventh time we've done an awards show. <laughs> well, we did one last year. We just didn't record it, Bob. We were just hanging out, talking. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. We didn't invite Jeremy either. <laughs> yeah, you guys talked about all the movies you guys watched in the first half <laughs> of last year. That's why we only hung out for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been riveting. Uh, so we are going to, yet again, partake in the halvesies. How are you guys feeling, just generally speaking, broadly, about the first half of this year so far? Have you seen anything? A lot of good stuff I haven't seen. I, I've heard a lot of good things about the first half of 2023. Can't really say that I, I've seen a ton, but yeah, I've heard it's been pretty good. People have told me movies are, movies are coming out. They're solid. <laughs> movies are I feel coming like, out. Can confirm that. I feel like all the movies in the second half of 2023 like piqued my interest more than the ones that have already come out. Um, but mostly it's been a lot of TV for the first half of the year for me. That, that's looking at all the stuff that's come out. I'm like, Oh, I've watched one movie and eight TV shows. Fair enough. Well, uh, I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, for those of you just finding us now or who didn't quite make it that far, we do now have a video component of the Big Movie Boys podcast on our YouTube channel, so you can see our dumb faces if that interests you at all. But for this special occasion, we will also have some visuals in the form of a PowerPoint presentation I put together this afternoon for the Habsies, so... If you're listening on podcast services and want to check that out, Big Movie Boys is the YouTube channel. Did you take a half day from work, Jared, or was this paid for by your employer? No, it was right after work. Basically, from the time work ended until we started recording, this is what I've been doing, setting all this up. So, I I hope it works. I know you guys uh, appreciate all the effort, Bob, so much so as to not even look at the Google Doc I sent you guys a week ago, so... This will be a surprise to both you, the listener at home, and Bob as we step through <laughs> all of our categories here. But uh, without further ado, cue sweet transition in the video here. Uh, this is the Habsies 2023. I came up with this slogan for this year. I'll let me run it by you guys. 50% of the year, 100% of the prestige. That's solid. Uh, did you actually trademark it? <laughs> Yeah, can you see the TM there? That's all that. Yeah. That's all you need to do. You don't have to pay any money. It's trademarked already. I like the slogan, Jarrett. Looks like it maybe took you about three minutes to come up with. That would be about twice as long. <laughs> all right. Our first category for the evening, I think we have roughly 12. Uh, normally in our award shows, we would start with the Masturbatory Award, best episode of the Big Movie Boys podcast. Unfortunately, there were no episodes of the Big Movie Boys podcast in the first half of 2023. So instead, I came up with four hypothetical episodes that would have come out had we been making that podcast in the first half of this year. Maybe in some alternate universe, these episodes came out. Uh, the first one is an episode where we reviewed the finale of season four of Love is Blind. A riveting time. We can all remember it. Another would have been a double feature of the 1993 Super Mario Bros. movie along with the new Super Mario Bros. movie that came out this year. I actually did do a double feature of these by myself. The 93 movie is wild. Yeah, I heard that sucks. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, another episode uh, would have been our review upon the conclusion of National Treasure Edge of History, the Disney Plus show spinoff of the National Treasure series 
little bit of clickbait in the title asking, is Ben Gates back? The question everyone had on their mind when the show was announced. I would have skipped that episode. (laughs) And last but not least would have been our review of Fast X. And maybe in the nine weeks leading up to that, we would have reviewed all nine (laughs) Fast and Furious movies. It's possible. We'll never know. So uh, based on these hypothetical episodes, Ben, where are you leaning as far as uh, what the best episode would have been? This one comes down to the the clear obvious two of Fast 10 and Love is Blind Season 4. National Treasure would have been fun to make fun of you, I would think. And Super Mario Bros. would have been tough just because, man, I would have had to watch both of those movies. And that that would have been just horrible. But I would think uh, in this alternate universe where we have seen Fast 10 and we did a podcast on it, Jeremy, in this universe, you were back in Buffalo and we watched it together. All three of us, we went, had a great time, recorded the podcast right after. And I, this would have just been an amazing podcast. So it, it saddens, saddens me this one doesn't exist. Ah, oh, man. I, I can tell you which one, I don't even know why it's on the list, is the double feature of the Mario Brothers. That, <laughs> ben, you were right. That would have sucked. Um, I think I think you're right. Is Ben Gates back? National Treasure? A little clickbaity because I, I believe he isn't back, right? You're the only person that watched that show, right, Jeremy? I did watch it. He's not and, back. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I think that would have just turned into us just talking about Ben Gates and Nick Cage, which admittedly could have been really fun. Um, Love is Blind, I am the biggest Love is Blind fan ever, but also the biggest Love is Blind poser. I missed two seasons. <laughs> I was big on season one, absolutely obsessed with it, followed every cast member on Instagram, <laughs> missed two, missed three. <laughs> I'm fucking back for four, baby. I'm obsessed with it. Love that fucking show. Um, but I think, Ben, you hit the nail on the head perfectly. Ideally, it's, we're watching Fast 10. We go to the movie theater, get a little drunk, drive home, and we review fucking Fast 10, dude. Like, how dope would that be on a Friday night whenever we go and see this thing? Or no, it came out on a Thursday. Imagine a Thursday night. We all call off work the next day, drink like 15, 16 Coronas, Go to the movie theater, drive home, fucking review Fast X. Like, how much fun would that have been? I think this is a no-brainer. It's got to be the hypothetical Fast X podcast. And, Jeremy, I know you're going to agree with me, so just tell me why. Yeah. I mean, you guys make a lot of great points. I think the double feature would have been fun, but, you know, I like watching You did it by yourself. Yeah, you would have thought it was fun. (laughs) Was it fun when you did it by yourself? Uh, I mean, not really, because the first movie is really bad, and the second movie is fine if you like Mario, but, I mean, I don't know. I, also, when I went to go see that movie, uh, the projector was off for, like, the first five minutes, and they refused to restart the movie. So I don't actually know what the first five minutes looks like, only what it sounds like. Um, I I did kind of cheat a little bit. I don't know that we would have had an episode about National Treasure Ed- Edge of History, I think this would have been a weekly segment in which I caught you guys up episode by episode. Uh, And so that's what I try to encapsulate with this one uh, thumbnail here. And boy, would that have been fun. I mean, we enjoyed the Mighty Ducks Game Changers recaps, but uh, National Treasure Edge of History was a different beast entirely. Yeah, I think you uh, texted me like three or four times. You're like, just watch it. You're going to like it. I got 15 minutes into that first episode and never... I haven't been on Disney Plus since. <laughs> Just refused to go back. Yeah, that is understandable. Uh, not a good show. A show that I recommend everyone watch. Uh, and Love is Blind, I think I think season four was an all-timer. Unlike Bob, 
I actually, you know, keep up with the show and watch every season. And I do think they just know what they're doing. They uh, they haven't been missing lately. Some great cast members, some great arcs in this last season. But no, the the alternate universe situation you guys are describing, where we drink Coronas, watch Fast X. That's the universe I wish I lived in because I just went and watched this by myself and it hit, but it didn't hit quite as hard as Fast 9 after grilling some hot dogs, drinking some Coronas, sneaking some liquor into the theater, listening to hey. a crying baby the whole time. <laughs> we can recreate all of that, Jeremy. When you're home next, I don't think Fast X will be in the theaters, but we can eat hot dogs, grill Coronas, and I can yell at a baby that's crying. We'll find one. <laughs> I appreciate. I'll bring it. my kid over. I haven't seen it, so it'll be it'll be like yes. it's brand new to us. That's true. We can certainly Some, make that happen. Something about driving home drunk alone from the theater, Jared, just isn't the same, right? <laughs> no, because then it just kind of feels illegal, you know. <laughs> but your if friends, you're in a car full of people, it's yeah, just, no. yeah. When you're with your friends, it's fun. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna make it unanimous on this uh, on this first round here. Fast X, our hypothetical review, and that whole episode, I think, should win the Habsy. No question. All right, let's uh, move over to our second category here. Bob, yeah, this wants is, to give us this one. This is a great uh, category title, if I'm being honest. It is the Bold Strategy Cotton Award. Um, for this one, I guess it's basically just a bunch of stuff that's uh, kind of fucked up and wasn't really a good idea. Uh, and first nomination is HBO Max switching their name to Just Max. Disney Plus removing the Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, and other shows for tax write-offs. News to me! I didn't know that wasn't up there anymore. Holy shit. Uh, let's see. Deadpool 3 shoots during a writer's strike. That's dicey. Uh, The Flash buy one, get one ticket deal. Wow. I should have looked at this beforehand. That was like the second or third week it was in theaters, too. Wow, wow. This is a tough category. We got two more nominations, but uh, the next one is The Idol. And The Weeknd, as an actor altogether, probably not the greatest. And HBO canceling Perry Mason. Not sure who put that one on there. It's clearly Jay. But I guess I'll kick it off here. God, there's a lot of shitty stuff on this list. A lot of bold strategies here. Um, I'll be honest, I'm truly upset that the Mighty Ducks Game Changers isn't on there, because where the fuck am I going to watch it? You can't anymore. It doesn't exist. You got to pirate it. Well, you can watch the prequel to it. It's called The Gilmore Girls. Um, <laughs> I think this one is is how oh, this is tough. This is really tough. But I think my easy pick here might end up being HBO Max switching to Max because I'm just fucking pissed off about that. I don't understand it. I use HBO Max all the time. I don't like fucking Max. I get that there's more stuff on there. There's like Discovery and TLC and I think Food is Food Network on that now too. Maybe a yeah. bunch. Of it is. On paper, way better. You know, you can watch all that shit, but I don't know. I just like my HBO Max. Uh, I'd say a close second on that would probably be... Hmm. I don't know. I think just that. HBO Max to Max. I think that's kind of unanimous for myself. What about you, Ben? These are all horrible, by the way. Yeah, none of this is good. Uh, HBO canceling Perry Mason, I lost so much sleep over that. That one was really tough. Um, What's that about? Mission or something? (laughs) I'm just glad Jeremy didn't try to get me to watch that one. Um, HBO Max turning into Max doesn't really affect me. I just have to click the same app. It, it, it hasn't changed my life at all. Um, different app, technically. Had to yeah, I had, different I, app. It, 
I did have That's to do that. that and that annoyed me. That was really annoying. Um, the Flash buy one get one is pretty desperate. <laughs> I have to say that I just don't care about that movie though, so I don't know if that bothers me for the bold strategy. Um, I would say for me, I guess I can't comprehend how removing a bunch of stuff off Disney Plus is a good thing. I, for tax write-offs, I, I understand the the want to do that, but I, I just they're can't wrap my head around it. They, they're, moving, they're removing a lot of stuff, and so then they don't have to pay people residuals. And I know just at this point, like Bob Iger is getting into it with all the writers, and it, it's just not a good look what Disney Plus is doing. And I, I would probably lean towards that one, even over the Deadpool shooting during a writer's strike, which it's a pretty bold strategy too a big f you to all the writers yeah uh you you nailed or you hit the nail on the head with the uh disney removing all their pretty recently produced projects not all of them but a lot of them um and they're not the only one doing that like warner brothers is doing that on hbo they're pulling stuff off of hulu like it's kind of an industry-wide issue at the moment um to touch on the hbo max to max thing i think it's just beyond idiotic like we talked about forever ago the initial confusion when they switched from having hbo go and hbo now to hbo max and at the time i remember thinking why are they calling it hbo max when the whole point of this transition is to include other warner brothers properties because there's going to be a lot of warner brothers movies and stuff it was basically all the hbo stuff plus more of the warner brothers catalog but they chose hbo max now they're adding even more of the subsidiaries of Warner Brothers to this app and just calling it Max. So they've removed the Warner Brothers and they've removed the HBO, like the two recognizable brands that people actually know and like to just call it Max. Doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Um, and then, yeah, I do think another one that's high on my list is Deadpool 3 filming during a writer's strike, particularly because... It, that means Ryan Reynolds can't improv. Like, they have to shoot the script. They can't rewrite the script. That's really how that works? He can't? Yeah, why? Because cool. then he's technically a writer? Yeah. Yikes. Isn't he big? That seems like a big part of that movie. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> Are they already kind of breaking the rules anyway, though? So you really think that he's not? I thought the acting strike, he probably wouldn't be able to do that now. Uh, well, apparently they wrapped already on this movie. Technically, you can gotcha. you can still film stuff. I mean, there were writer strikes where they were picketing outside of studios, and then it, in order to actually get to the studio, you had to cross the picket line, and that shut down a few productions. Um, but if anything that was shooting, they weren't allowed to re- do rewrites. Writers weren't allowed to be on the set for consulting or anything like that. And as I understand it, they were not allowed to improvise. They had to shoot what was on the script. Uh, and that may just be because Ryan Reynolds is a writer or a producer or something on the movie. I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but that was my understanding of it, and that seems particularly stupid. Um, So yeah, all of these are bold strategies. I'm between HBO Max and Deadpool 3. Did you guys lock in uh, your answers here? Where are we looking? We're going to have a three-way tie at one. That's fine with me. I can be swayed in any direction. (laughs) You know what? I might, I might go. Ben, what did you pick? You picked Mighty Ducks Game Changers being taken off of Disney Plus. Just because I fucking watched that show and then they took it away. Not that I was ever going to revisit it, but I'm just I'm sad switching. other people can't. 
I'm switching mine. I just watched Gilmore Girls, like, finished it probably two weeks ago. And you were expecting to watch the, the sequel? I was. I wanted more Lorelai Gilmore. Fuck Disney+. Plus. When am I going to watch My Darkest Game Changers? Fuck Bob Iger, too, if you're listening. Hell yeah. I think that's a good pick. Definitely a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see how it works out for him. All right. Ben, you want to give us our uh, another tried and true category here at the Hazzies? Yes, here we go. This is a good one. Uh, the best streaming service of the first half of the year. going to be tough for Max, I guess. Uh, Apple TV Plus. We got Disney Plus. Hulu. We got Max. Everyone knows all of these. We got Netflix. Paramount Plus. Peacock. That's still around, evidently. And Prime. Uh, Bob, what do you think? What, what have you been watching the most? See, this is, this is actually probably the hardest category for me because we just shit on Max. I watch Max a lot. Netflix, I feel like we've picked Netflix in the past like two out of the three times. I'm still a little fucking pissed off that I have to pay for it now. So for that reason, I'm watching less Netflix. Um, and I love the bear, so I think that puts Hulu up there for once. I sound like a wow. fucking maniac saying Hulu is wow. up there. But this, I'm going to blow your mind even more. For me, it's between Hulu an Amazon Prime video because I watched Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power on it, and that gave me enough enjoyment that when I saw Prime Video as a nomination, I said, fuck it. That's, it's between Hulu and Prime Video for me. I don't know which one I'm going to pick. I'm going to defer to you guys. Sway me either way if either of you is picking Hulu or Prime Video. Maybe you just tune out for the next five minutes then, Bob. You guys aren't going <laughs> to pick those ones? <laughs> uh, I'm not picking Hulu. I can tell you that much. God damn, dude. Just watching The Bear. If that's less commercials than they normally run... Dude, I'm never watching anything on Hulu ever again. God if damn. If they put the bear on HBO or on Max or Netflix, this would be the biggest show on television. I think Hulu is deterring people from watching it. I genuinely think they tripled the amount of ads in the last episode of season two. Because I literally got through all right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they know you already watched every episode. You're not going to not watch the finale. So you're going to have to sit through six hours of ads in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, not Hulu. Unfortunately, I'm leaning towards Max, uh, even given all the shit that we just talked about them and all the stupid kind of higher level things going on with Warner Brothers and Max as a streaming service. Uh, unfortunately, they have the best shows and a lot of great movies. That's true. Uh, and it comes down to that. Yeah, other than that, I mean... I. I Click Disney Plus a good amount. Like I was rewatching Indiana Jones leading up to the new one. Uh, been keeping up with the Marvel shows, Secret Invasion going on now. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm almost exclusively on Max these days. Yeah, I think I, I have an account for every one of these except Peacock, so we can we can cross Peacock right out, I guess. Um, I'm surprised that still exists. I don't know what is on there besides The Office. And I, I guess I missed that, but like even Seinfeld is on Netflix, so it's it doesn't really make sense for it to exist. I just got Paramount Plus today to watch all the Mission Impossibles, so maybe that would be my answer a week from now. But right now, it's still Max. I feel like every time I'm, I just like get on my Roku TV and I just like it just instinct to go to Max over Netflix over definitely never Hulu. Bob, I can't believe you even said that. Besides the Bear, what are you watching on Hulu? Um, Cable. And so, oh, you actually have Hulu <laughs> Live TV. That's right. I do. 
That's that's big for you. Uh, True. Yeah, but this one's this one's max for me. The the HBO Max to Max thing doesn't affect my life because I already know to go there anyway. I feel like that just affects them for other people who might be confused about it. But for me, it's it's pretty simple that it's max. Bob, it sounds like we uh, at least have a two thirds vote. Do you want to redeem yourself at all here and tell us how you were joking about saying Hulu earlier? Make it a clean sweep for HBO Max. I agree, as long as we continue to call it HBO Max. <laughs> I will. All right, fair. All righty. Uh, let's move on to our next category here. This is going to be uh, inspired by the ongoing Writers Guild strike and the just-announced uh, SAG after strike. So in solidarity with those groups, our next category is Biggest Enemy to the Proletariat. Uh, our first nominee is Kim Kardashian for Crossing the Picket Line to film American Horror Story. We also have Kevin Feige, Ali, Salam, Ali Salim, and everyone else at Marvel who signed off on an AI-generated title sequence for Secret Invasion. Uh, we have Phil Lord for his, quote, chaotic management style, which led to uh, a lot of crunch, a lot of overworked animators leading up to the release of Across the Spider-Verse. And we have Netflix for cracking down on password sharing. Bob, I know that that one has uh, stung you personally. How do you feel about the rest of these? Yeah, I'm not even going to entertain the th- a thought of the other ones. It's network, uh, <laughs> Netflix cracking down on password sharing. Probably the most fucked up thing that maybe has ever happened to me. Uh, when I logged into Netflix to try to fucking watch the Gilmore Girls, when I was on season seven, with fucking three episodes to go, I couldn't fucking watch it. Had to get my own GD fucking account. And Netflix isn't like five ninety nine like it was in 2010, the last time I had an account. It's fucking like $15. Absolutely fucked. I didn't pay for it. I used Liz's credit card. But anyway, it's the same thing. I'm still being hurt by it. It's fucked. It's easy for me. Netflix, password sharing. Is there anything else that's even remotely close to as bad as this is? I don't think so. Ben, what do you think? Yeah, the Netflix uh, password sharing is pretty fucked. My brother has been paying for that for the last 10 years for me. It's been great. I don't think I pay for anything for him. It's just a one-sided deal. And then all of a sudden, it just it just goes away. Um, we do the thing where like he pays an extra 8 bucks, so now I have to pay him $8 instead of whatever, Bob, you're paying, what, thirty five ninety nine for an account? Um, <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so it's not so terrible for me, but I'm not a huge fan of it. But to me... Uh, the Phil Lord doesn't matter to me at all. Do do what you got to do. Get that movie out. Great work. Didn't watch it, but I, I was a great. I'm movie. okay with that. Got to give him. I'm that. okay with that. So there you go, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian crossing. I just would I expect anything different from her? That's that's not going to bother me. To me, the answer is the the guys at your fucking favorite place in the world, Jeremy Marvel Studios, using AI. <laughs> What a slippery slope. What are they just going to start doing this for all their movies? They're pretty bad anyway, so maybe they should. Maybe Endgame would have been a little better if they used uh, AI. Uh, but Why do you got to pick about... the good movies and not any of the bad ones that have come out later? <laughs> I don't like the time travel, that's why. Um, but other than that, like, it seems to me that that's the answer because it's such a slippery slope. They're trying to get all the, the bad headlines out of the way now with just, uh, oh, a title sequence. That's okay. Oh, it's just the first scene. Oh, it's just the first half of the movie. And they're just, it's its going to be bad in five years. It could be really bad. Yeah, Ben, I'm, I'm pretty much right on the same page as you because with the other three, as you kind of mentioned with the Kim Kardashian one, I 
as bad as they are, those just kind of seem like business as usual, right? Kim Kardashian is she's gonna cross the picket line to film American Horror Story, you know? Not good, but what do you expect? Phil Lord or whatever producer overworking their animators literally happens on every single project. Obviously, not good. They should probably be the next group to strike. But again, it's kind of business as usual. Netflix doing some sort of bullshit to piss everyone off to try to make a couple extra bucks. Again, stupid, but business as usual. For Marvel to go out of their way and consult with whatever group uh, actually created this AI title sequence for them, when it's been fairly universally established by everyone other than the people who buy you know, blue check marks on Twitter that this is a bad idea and we don't like this, also to happen during the writer's strike where they're worried about AI being used to replace different jobs that writers do, at the same time that like the general consensus around Marvel has been kind of falling, understandably, because the projects they've been putting out have not been good, this seems like they went out of their way to make a bad call, as opposed to the rest that just, like I said, kind of feel like business as usual. So I'm also going to go with the uh, AI-generated title sequence here. I cannot believe that Secret Wars is a TV show that is out right now, and I have no interest in watching it whatsoever. Then if you told me this two years ago, I would have the biggest fucking boner for it. But I don't give a shit about it. Like, everything that's come out with Marvel recently, I just don't care about. It's it's a sad thing to say. Yeah, I, uh, I have been watching it again. I am uh, the designated Marvel cuck on this podcast, so it is kind of my obligation, but uh, I certainly understand where you're coming from. So uh, with that one, I think Marvel won their uh, their first Habsy of the evening. And with that, Bob, why don't you uh, give us our next category here? Yeah, very fitting to have this for me, but this is the most... On my list, so basically movies that have come out in 2023, but we have not watched yet. We have Asteroid City, Barry, No Hard Feelings, and John Wick 4. Um, man. Fitting that that this is Bob's category, because which ones did you add to this list, Bob? (laughs) Zero. Just listen to last week's (laughs) podcast. You'll know what's on my list. Um... (laughs) No Hard Feelings actually looks pretty funny, but I think Asteroid City, honest to Christ, I might watch Asteroid City. It's on my it's on my list. But Ben, what do you think? Uh, I've seen Barry, so it's it's crossed off my list. Great show, love it. Um, I added No Hard Feelings and uh, John Wick 4. I put all of them, for that matter, to, to catch up on. Um, Asteroid City, I'll maybe eventually watch it's it's not on my list it's on my radar so i don't think it wins for this one for me i'm going with john wick (laughs) oh it's coming up later in the show (laughs) um i'm going with john wick just because i i I feel like i'm missing out and i'm kind of an idiot for not watching yet so i i it's got to be that one for me jerry yeah you said it not me but uh i put the first two on here asteroid city and barry i came very close to going to see asteroid city but plans fell through and Barry is something that I haven't even started, but I've only heard good things about. And season four was the final season. Is that correct, Ben? Yeah, great season. Okay. So uh, I'm even more inclined now that it's wrapped up to just try to knock that one out. Uh, I do appreciate the addition of No Hard Feelings. That one did look pretty funny. Uh, and I did see John Wick Chapter 4 already, but I think I'm going to go with Asteroid City. 
as the one that I'll probably watch uh, next, most likely, based on this list. Before John Wick 4 again? Honestly, that's a good point. I might actually watch John Wick 4 again because I pre-ordered the Blu-ray. So if that gets to me before I see Asteroid City, I will probably watch John Wick 4 again. Bob, are you locking in Asteroid City? Is that a I think I'm locking in Asteroid City. I'm interested in this thing. I don't know why. I just want to see it. Can you name three people in it? You just named three actors. They're probably in it. Uh, what's his? Uh, Scarlett Johansson's in it. Um, what the fuck is that? That one guy. I. I, I was describe, you got me. Sold. I, I was going to describe. He's the. Uh, he's the. Uh, he's Jim Gordon in the Batman. We all know him. You know him. <laughs> I know. We all know. Him. Surfer from the nineties. Uh, I don't fucking know. I, I want to see it. Is Owen Wilson in it? Uh, I assume so, since it's a Wes Anderson movie, but I actually don't know for sure. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, by the way, is who you're looking for, Bob. He was Gordon in the Batman. Those are the only two people I want to see, Scarlett Johansson (laughs) and Jeffrey Wright. Well, you can when you watch Asteroid City. All right, Ben, you want to give us our uh, next category here? Yeah, this is a good one because I'm more interested in these, I guess. Uh, Most anticipated TV show for the rest of the year. We got Ahsoka. I think I'm <laughs> that I come even close to saying that right. <laughs> yeah, right after you said these are the ones I'm really excited for. Well, not that one or the next one, which is Loki. <laughs> then we got Echo. Oh my God! Wait, no, it's just the last three that I'm excited for. These all like, these first three are terrible. Then we got the After Party, uh, and then How to with John Wilson, and then I mean, come on, season five, Love Is Blind, just. Uh, that's just great. That's that's why I'm excited for this category. Uh, ben, you said you're excited for the last three. Did you actually watch the After Party first season? No, but that one, I it's on my radar. Sure, sure, sure. Season two, <laughs> I think actually, uh, as of recording, just started releasing yesterday. Um, but it's on Apple TV Plus, so I'm gonna have to wait till I have an excuse for that one. Uh, I'm very excited for How to with John Wilson, the third and final season coming out later this year. Um, Ahsoka, whatever, Loki, whatever, Echo, whatever, the Star Wars and Marvel shows, I, I'm kind of done getting excited for them. I'll wait to see if they're any good. But my anticipation has been waning a bit for both of those. And then, of course, Love is Blind. I mean, my anticipation only gets higher every season. As yeah, someone who I mean, watches a lot of reality TV, it's just it's just a great television product. I think for me, it's the only one on the list that I'm like 50-50 on is probably Loki. That was probably the last Marvel thing I liked that I watched. So I think I'll probably check out season two. But if I'm being fucking honest, it's a landslide, no-brainer victory for Love is Blind season five. Oh my fucking Christ, I can't wait for it to come out. Do we have a date yet? Uh, I read September. I don't know if there's a concrete date, but I did. Cannot come soon enough. That's going to make the $15 Netflix price tag worth it. I promise you that. Absolutely. Um, All right. Is that a unanimous clean sweep? I mean, it doesn't sound like anyone's super excited for anything else. After Party is something I'll watch, and How To With John Wilson will probably be a day one for me, but I'm still leaning towards uh, Love Is Blind here. Yeah. Is a punishment for lying and saying this was a good category? I'm going to watch every show on here. (laughs) 
It's, I mean, admittedly, I probably will end up watching them all. It's just my, uh, my excitement for the Star Wars and Marvel Disney Plus shows has been, has been dampened. All right, next up we have. Who's doing this category? I've already lost. You're up, Jared. All right, it is me. Most anticipated movie. Movies coming out in the second half of the year. We have Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Barbie, Oppenheimer. The Creator, Killers of the Flower Moon, and Dune, Part 2. I've already seen one of these movies, yet I am still excited for the rest of them. Ben, what are you leaning towards here? This is an actual fun category. Um, I said before, I've uh, just got Paramount Plus to watch all the Mission Impossibles, so I'm excited to dive into that world, meet Mr. Hunt, see what he's all about. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon, I was going to read the book just in, in anticipation for this movie, but because Leo's in it, I'm like, fuck the book. I just want to watch the movie. I don't want to be spoiled. Uh, Barbie, uh, the creator, I'm a little less uh, enthusiastic for. I love uh, some Ryan Gosling, some Greta Gerwig. I will probably watch it. Just not not going to do the the two in one day. Won't do it. You uh, don't have tickets for Barbenheimer? I, I don't. I'm going to see Oppenheimer, but that's uh, that's just it. And uh, Dune Part 2, I'm a, I'm a Dune Part 1 fan. Uh, it's tough to watch at home on your, uh, on your TV, and you have to keep adjusting the volume up and down. But uh, maybe I'll have to actually go see that one in theaters. But this one to me is easy. Favorite director, Oppenheimer, uh, is coming out. Christopher Nolan. I'm, I, I'm just going to see that first, and I'm most excited to see that. This one is odd for me. And, I, and you guys can call me crazy. I think there actually might be something wrong with me. I love Christopher Nolan. I love Martin Scorsese. I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I love Killian Cillian Murphy. Billy Killian or whatever his <laughs> name is. Uh I don't know why I'm like not excited to see Oppenheimer or Killers of the Flower Moon. When on because it's paper, happened I, in the past. You like future stuff, Bob? Dude, I don't know. Do you think that could be it? I guess both of these movies isn't Killers of the Flower Moon like based off of some sort of historical yeah. thing? Um, I have no idea. It, it's like weird. Like whenever I watch the open Oppenheimer trailer, I'm like, fuck. I don't know. Whenever. You know, that, that logo, or not logo, that image that released of Leonardo DiCaprio and that woman sitting at that dinner table released six years ago whenever, fuck, they were filming this thing. That's all we ever got. <laughs> then we finally got the fucking trailer, and I'm like, I don't know why I don't want to see that. Like, it's so weird. These are right up my alley. alley. Both of them are right up there. And for whatever reason, I'm not excited. And for whatever reason, I feel like I am going to see out of these movies, I'm going to see fucking Barbie first. I think I am. I think for that reason, I have to make it Barbie. I don't know why. I are really we, don't. Are we just uh, getting to the point where we've learned that Bob doesn't like movies? Is that the issue? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Like I said, like you can call me crazy. I need to figure it out. I don't know why I'm not excited to see Oppenheimer or Killers of the Flower Moon when I love both these directors. I love the cast and all of them. I have no idea. I'm like very confused. There's something wrong with me, I think. Yeah. Uh, as I said, I, I'm excited for all these movies. I already saw Mission Impossible uh, earlier this week. Enjoyed that one a lot. Recommend that. Ben, if you're about to go on a journey where you're going to watch all the Mission Impossible movies and all the John Wick movies for the first time. It'll take me two years, but yeah. I am envious <laughs> of you because I went through that journey last year. Jared, knowing that I'm not going to buy a ticket for the new Mission Impossible movie, what series should I start first? Um, 
I would probably say Mission Impossible only because I think I like John Wick a little bit more. I do oh, think okay. The, Hold it off. I think they're the two best action franchises in existence. But I think I like John Wick a little bit more. So I would say... Are dude, you including Fast and Furious in that? Yes. Wow, okay. Yeah. Fast and Furious is probably number three. But it's a, it's a different kind of action. These are uh, pretty much the highest caliber action you can put on film, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, like that one a lot. Unlike Ben, I have tickets for Barbenheimer. I'm doing the double feature next Thursday wow. when they both come out. By yourself? Yes. Oh. Bob, if you wanted to see Oppenheimer, I would have done that with you, but Barbie, I, I can't. I, I'll just wait for that one another time. That feels like you can watch that at home. Oppenheimer seems like if you watch that at home, it's it's not the same. Hey, Ben, I will have you know it's three hours long. I know. It's a great getaway for me. <laughs> Yeah, but you can't pause it halfway through. I will have to not drink water that entire day as someone who likes to always pee during a movie. That'll be tough for me, but... Uh, I do think the trailer for the creator is pretty cool. John David Washington, obviously dope. Uh, Gareth Edwards, I think, is the director who did Rogue One, so that alone has me sold on that. Dune Part 2, liked Part 1 a lot. Very excited for that. Any new Scorsese movie I'm going to be excited for. But uh, my number one is definitely Oppenheimer. I'm going to see it in 70 millimeter, which is like supposedly the best quality IMAX you can see it in. I've never seen a movie in 70 millimeter before, but apparently if you're going to see it and you have that option available, that's the way to see it. What is that, like seven centimeters? That seems super tiny. It's the size of the film. It's the largest size of <laughs> Come on, cell. Jerry. Don't answer me seriously. Have you not seen the pictures going around of the film reel being like a long? No, I've miles seen long? it. But... <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it still. Yeah, it's pretty that wild. That going to malfunction in the theater, Jeremy. There's no way you're going to watch that fucking movie. 100%. But I do have something to say about the creator because hand up, had no idea that John David Washington was fucking Denzel Washington's son. And he Even also... He played in the NFL, too. Did you know that? Yeah, Bob, I watched Ballers. That's where he played in the NFL. No, he actually played. He was on, like, the fucking Rams. Yeah, for, like, a year, right? He had a cup of coffee, I think. Yeah, but, like, I didn't fucking know that. That's all I have to say about the creator. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that, Bob. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, as I was saying, Oppenheimer, I'm very excited for. Luckily, it's... uh, that along with Barbie, the next one's coming out. Unless you want to count uh, Mission Impossible, for most people who probably haven't seen it yet. But uh, a lot to look forward to in the world of movies. Bob, maybe you'll catch one or two of them. Yeah, I mean, we're really just the luck of the draw. I'm getting <laughs> really just great categories right here. Just you know, whatever way the wind blows, maybe it'll blow Bob into a theater. Maybe it won't. It's just you know, Bob has no control over it. Maybe you'll see it. Maybe he won't. <laughs> Move back home so I can start going to movies again. (laughs) I'll see what I can do. All right, uh, Bob, is this next one going to you? Yeah, it's also extremely fitting. The the next category is No It Exists, We'll Never Watch It. Uh, The nominees for this halfsy are Shazam, Fury of the Gods, The Flash, Elemental, National Treasure, Edge of History, and Ghosted. I guess my question before I answer is, 
Is this supposed to be something that I'll never watch because it looks like it sucks? Or something that I'm just like, I might miss for a plethora of reasons? What, what's the... What's As, the, the how do, I, how do I know what I'm picking, Jeremy? This was the one category that I came up with, Bob. I did my homework for the week. Jeremy oh, should okay, be proud. Okay. And oh, I was going with uh, just what I will never watch because it just looks absolutely horrible. Like, maybe one of these will be on and I'll like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll watch five minutes of it. I just mean we'll definitely never watch it. Okay. I'm going to go then Shazam or what? Well, I don't even know what Ghost it is. That's why I didn't. <laughs> I don't know if this one can win for me because I didn't know it exists. Oh, that's fair. Ghost is that. the one that I added to this category. And uh, as Ben said, he created the category itself. And I interpreted it as the like anti on my list category. Like it's something that I know, but it's on my list to avoid. Uh, unfortunately, I think... I've seen two of these already. <laughs> I, mean, I specifically made that for sure. Don't admit that. Don't admit that, Jeremy. Let's, let's be honest here, though. Uh, Ghosted, I will most likely never watch, but I can't. I have nothing to say about it, so I'm going to pretend it's not on the list. The Flash, I would watch The Flash if it were on television. I would 100% watch it. If it's on the streaming service, I'm going to catch it. Elemental, I'm not sure if it was on, on last week's podcast or the podcast previous that never got that never got released, but I called that this movie was going to suck. I just never said it out loud. And by suck, I mean at the box office. I think it's probably a good movie. I think Elemental's probably good. Would I catch this on a, on a random Tuesday night on Disney Plus? Maybe. I might watch it. Another random night on Disney Plus, National Treasure. I'm not going to lie and say I might not drink a couple beers and watch this. Shazam, I'm straight up avoiding. I don't want to watch Shazam. <laughs> I'm going to say Shazam. You're not going to watch National Treasure. It's like an eight-episode, 45-minute each series. <laughs> I don't think you know how much money, I, how much I like to drink, Jeremy. I could, I could watch this. All these movies that you're never going to watch, but you might watch a TV show. <laughs> a five-hour-long <laughs> National Treasure. Then what, okay, what State. do you guys think, then? Which one are you picking, Jeremy? Well, I added Ghosted because I kind of forgot it existed. And then when I was going through the list, I was like, oh, yeah, that did come out. And it looked awful, and everyone said it was awful. And on top of that, it's on Apple TV+. Plus. So that's Dude. just, like, several strikes it against fit it. fit the category, yeah. Um, I already saw The Flash, and I watched National Treasure Edge of History. Elemental, I heard, wasn't that bad. It, it did really bad the first couple of weeks at the box office, but then kind of recovered. And then Shazam! Free of the Gods. Like, I've seen every other DC movie at this point. I might eventually watch that one, but I'm not excited at that prospect whatsoever. I, I watched the first one not too long ago, and it was not good. I did not enjoy that, and I've heard that this one is worse. So I'm okay with Shazam or Ghosted again, since that's the one I added. That's kind of where I'm leaning. I guess I'm just not sure why Shazam exists. Like why they didn't try to get like a bigger star for it. If they're going to try to make it a, a huge part of their, their, uh, their universe. Um, to me, I put a uh, national treasure on here just to poke fun at Jeremy again. Cause I like doing that. Um, but to me, it's Shazam. I'm just going to always avoid this. I'll, I like Bob said, if, the Flash was on. I'd probably just watch it because whatever. Elemental. I feel like I watch a lot of the Pixar movies. I think that's Pixar, right? I'd watch that eventually when I'm bored. Ghosted. Right. I now know it exists, and I know I'll never watch it. But uh, before before this, I didn't know it existed, so I don't know if I can count that. So I'm going with Shazam. That's fair. Uh, speaking of Elemental and Pixar movies, have you guys seen any of like the last four or five that came out? Um, we talked uh, about yes. Luca oh. forever ago, and then Burning was, Red. I saw. 
Turning Red, Lightyear, and I think watch that one. Elemental. My laptop's about to die. Let me get my charger. <laughs> uh, keep this in there, Jay. I was just going to keep going without him. Perfect. Uh, what did you think of Turning Red? Because of all the ones I just listed, I think that was probably the one I liked the most. No, that was good because I feel like the graphics are starting to merge into being very similar, and that one felt different. Like Elemental, I'm like, I'm looking at the poster you have in the in the PowerPoint, and I'm like, I've seen that movie, but I know I haven't. So I, I just don't. I feel like they're getting less and less creative with the animations of it. I want more variety with it. Yeah, there's great audio out there somewhere of me hitting the nail on the fucking head about <laughs> Elemental. But a certain someone might not have it anymore, so I'm not sure what happened there. It's so unfortunate every time Bob can be proven right. It comes down to whether or not I recorded the audio or not. But I think there, I also made another bold claim that's somewhere in that podcast. Um, can't remember it. I'll remember it after it comes true, though. <laughs> fair. Fair enough. All right. So Shazam wins it. Yeah, Congrats. I think, uh, I think Shazam's taking that one. A little... uh. An extra trophy for the DCEU on its way out here. Ben, you want to give us our uh, next category? Yeah, I got to go off the computer. I can't read that. Um, this is a good one. We got Best Actress. We got Josh Allen's girlfriend, Haley Steinfeld, for Across the Spider-Verse. We have Jamie Lee Curtis in The Bear. I hear that's amazing. Uh, Juliette Rylance in Perry Mason. Should have just deleted that one off there. Lizette Oliveira. Oliveira, oh my god, I can't read. National Treasure, Jerry, why did you put these on here? Michelle Rodriguez in Fast 10, Sarah Snook in Succession, and then Rhea Seahorn in uh, Better Call Saul, which I had to add, Jerry, I'm a little disappointed that wasn't on there. I was disappointed in myself when I realized I forgot her, and then I remembered that Better Call Saul did not come out in the first half of this year. That's on me. (laughs) (laughs) But I left her in there because... She was good. You know what it was? I think she was getting nominated for all these Emmys or something now. And I'm like, had to come out this year then. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not how it works. Incredible performance. I think she's disqualified from winning, but I wanted I to I might give still her, vote for her. Do you? <laughs> Thank you for leaving it on there. Then. <laughs> Bob, where are you at? Um, I will say that Jamie Lee Curtis in The Bear is pretty fucking good. Small part, but holy hell is it memorable. She's a great actress. Really is. Can you win uh, Best Actress if you're basically the supporting actress, though? She's in, like, one star. episode. Yeah, <laughs> she's a guest star. She's got maybe three minutes of screen time. Um, incredible, though. I think, God, this is tough for me. I just realized that Haley Steinfeld plays Gwen Stacy <laughs> in Across the Spider-Verse. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, she's dating Josh Allen. For that reason, I might have to put her up there. Is, is that uh, acting? That's just voice acting. Another one where I'm like, is that even worth it? Uh, you're right, Ben. A little odd for me. But I think... Uh, fuck, am I about to pick somebody I haven't even seen the movie for? Michelle Rodriguez in Fast X? I just know she's good. Um, put me down for Michelle Rodriguez, Fast X. Okay. I don't know how we got there, but we got there. <laughs> Um. Yeah, uh, you guys. Uh, I don't know if you've seen a lot of these. It sounds like you know I'm talking a little bit of shit about my nominees here, but uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. We shouldn't be surprised when she's spectacular in something, but in a show full of great performances, she comes in for an episode and like change, and 
steals the entire goddamn show. Like the season. Then I will point out that the the episode that she's in, it's basically like a family reunion, and you see this guy's extended family. It is a who's who of Hollywood. There is so many crazy like guest stars as his family member. Where That's you're fun. like, Holy fucking shit! And then the coup de gras is Jamie Lee Curtis as his mom, and then like Jeremy said, she steals the fucking show. It's really uh, one of the greatest episodes of television. I almost ever, I would say. There, uh, we'll see a similar scenario when we get to Best Actor in a second, but uh, prior to this year, I don't know that I can name too many instances where a character comes in for like an episode and is like maybe the most memorable, best part of an entire season of television, and I think Jamie Lee Curtis pretty much did that. Um, so with that being said, uh, Haley Steinfeld will be my vote. For animating, that was that was a tough one for her. A really difficult role for her to get into when she was talking. Voice acting I is acting. I agree, it's acting. I just don't think it's as tough as other acting roles. For me, I really want to go with Rhea Seahorn, but Jeremy <laughs> dropped a bomb on me, so I'm going to go with the only other Fair. performance that I watched is my girl Sarah Snook. She's just I I love Succession. It's my uh, one of my favorite shows of all time. And uh, she's great in the last season. Her and Matthew McFadden in the last season are like my favorite part of that that show. And uh, yeah, it's it's clearly her. Jer, I'm a little disappointed she didn't get more play with you. But uh, Bob, I can understand you haven't watched the show, so you immediately have to go to Fast X. That makes sense to me. I can track that. But Jeremy, I'm I'm disappointed. She, I mean, she's incredible. the The entire cast is killer, and uh, like I said, I think she's just been consistently good throughout. And uh, whereas Jamie Lee Curtis kind of came in and steal the show, I could say the same for uh, Juliet Rylance and Perry Mason. I know you guys don't watch it, but she uh, had a bigger role. They gave her more to do in season two, and I thought she was even better in the second season. She looks like a magician's assistant. <laughs> it's not a show about magicians. I don't believe you. Um, so it sounds like we're split unless Bob wants to... Uh, Resort, resort back Haley to Steinfeld. There we have it. It's unanimous. <laughs> we'll send it to Josh Allen's house. Josh, just uh, Instagram message me your address, and then Haley can pick it up at your house. I don't think any of that is going to happen. All right. Let's move on to best actor. Is it back to me here? Yeah, last three. All right, we're getting into it. Uh, for Best Actor, our nominees include Jack Black, another voice acting performance in Super Mario Bros. We have James Marsden as James Marsden in Jury Duty. Keanu Reeves in John Wick Chapter 4. Jeremy Strong in Succession. Jeremy Allen White in The Bear. Nick Offerman in The Last of Us. And Dom Toretto in Fast X. <laughs> as Dom Toretto, great stuff. Of course, of course. Bob, uh, who are you leaning to on the uh, actor side here? This, honestly, this might be my favorite category of the day. For whatever reason, when you were just naming all the nominees, I was getting excited. Um, quick shout out to Jack Black. And I haven't seen the Super Mario Brothers movie, but that song where he's Bowser and he sings Peaches uh, is on every Spotify playlist that I have, and I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. Okay. Uh, but I will say, again, I haven't seen Fast X. Might just keep it going and have Dom Toretto as my favorite actor nominee, along with Michelle Rodriguez as my favorite actress. 
But no, this one, I can't actually do that. I can't do that two times in a row. It's Jeremy Allen White for me. I also just started watching Shameless. I think I might be obsessed with this man. I don't know what it is about him. He's captivating. <laughs> I might have a crush on him. I'm not sure. But he's incredible as Lip Gallagher and Shameless. I literally started that show because of how much I liked the bear. And he's incredible in the bear. I think he's a great actor. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's undeniable at this point. Can't wait to see what he does next. Probably another show based in Chicago. Where he's a scumbag a little bit. <laughs> that's why I like I haven't seen the bear, but I, I think that's why I didn't start it is because it's I not. tailed off of Shameless and I was like, I I just think he's playing a similar character. Obviously he's a chef, but in Chicago and kind of a dickhead. But you know, I'll cave eventually and I'll probably really like the performance and I'll eat these words. But for me it's between the two uh that I really liked of Jeremy Strong, just obviously amazing. Bob, I don't know how you haven't watched this yet. Just do yourself a favor and just get into it. And uh, James Marsden, it just—he's not really—he's playing just a dickhead version of himself. But man, that show is funny. He's just so funny in it. Uh, I like how Nick Offerman made it ahead of Pedro Pascal, the person who's in the entire show. But that episode is great as well. Um, this one's tough, Jared. Give me your answer before maybe I can be persuaded by something you're going to say. I honestly don't even know where to go with this one. Uh, as you started to point out, Nick Offerman is the Jamie Lee Curtis of this uh, set of nominees here, of a character coming in for one episode, plus a little bit more, and kind of stealing the entire season of the show, in my opinion. Uh, Jeremy Allen White giving a consistent, incredible performance, as he did in both seasons. Same could be said for Jeremy Strong. Just a, a good first half of the year for people named Jeremy. Like to Besides see you. Yeah, well, not everyone named Jeremy, but a couple people. Uh, James Marsden is hilarious in Jury Duty. Keanu Reeves was born to play John Wick. There isn't a better role for Keanu Reeves. And then Don Toretto is just a tried and true classic. You know what I mean? Like, how can you go against... My thing with that one is, is he even acting? He's just being himself. So I'm, I'm unclear about that one. Yeah, that's fair. I'm honestly like super split any day of the week. I could go to pretty much any of these except for maybe Jack Black just because, I mean, whatever. He was, he was the best part of the movie, but... Good uh, singer. And a great singer. <laughs> uh, I'm leaning towards Dom Toretto for the meme, but, you know, I could be talked into something else. Bob, you'd be the one to have to switch. I'm going with, I'm going with Jeremy Strong. I'm just going to stick with my succession. I want it on the record. I want my son to watch this 20 years from now and be like, Dad, thank you. That was a great show. Thank you for picking Succession. What if he hates it? <laughs> he picks Jack Black and Bowser. Fuck. He's going to listen back to this podcast and say, Dad, I really like Dom Toretto. I think Succession sucks. <laughs> Jeremy, pick Jeremy out right. He's got the same fucking name as you. That's that's a good, good point. There. That's a good point. But so does Jeremy Strong. So your argument doesn't hold a lot of water there. So I think it might just have to be a, a three-way tie on this one. We'll break it in three. The Habsy becomes a sixth. Is that how that works? Nice. Good math. Pressing the wrong guys. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I didn't tell Bob there's gonna be math on this episode. He wasn't ready for that. All right. Ooh, almost got a. A sneak peek of the final uh, category there. But before we get to that, our penultimate category. Hit it, Ben. 
No, this is Bob. Oh, I'm not sorry. taking over yet. Apologies. Bob, go for it. Yeah, so this is this is probably the second biggest one of the halvesies. Really good that I'm really fitting that I'm the one. No, not reading the nominees. This one is best TV show slash limited series. And the nominees for the Havesy are Succession, Season 4, The Bear, Season 2, The Last of Us, Season 1, Harry Mason, Season 2, <laughs> Barry, Season 4, Jury Duty, I Think You Should Leave, Season 3, and Love is Motherfucking Blind, Season 4. Ah, this is tough. This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. It, you know, actually, oh, fuck. I Think You Should Leave is absolutely incredible. Love is Blind is also absolutely incredible. Two Netflix shows. It might be The Bear for me. Fuck Perry Mason. I can't do Succession. Dury Duty I wanted to see. Barry haven't seen. I'm a completely open slate. You guys have to t- You guys have to tell me what you want, and then I'll see which one I agree with more. What do you think about that? Ben, what do you, what's your favorite on here? I know it's Succession. I don't even know why I asked. Uh, yeah, but I, the thing about Succession was really nice is Barry was always right after it. Not that I ever watched both back to back. Don't, don't let me give you that impression, but it was nice to know that like two great shows that I really enjoyed were ending at like the same time. It kind of felt monumental. Uh, having watched all these besides the bear and, uh, that other one that's on here for some reason, um, I won't even refer to it anymore. Jer, uh, a lot of fun shows. Like I, I think I'm going with like rewatchability, and like I think you should leave is probably something I'll rewatch a lot. I probably will never rewatch Love Is Blind, even though that's just such a fun show. I, I I'll always watch the next season, but I don't know if I'll ever go back to the last ones. But for me, yeah, Bob, you hit it. I, I got to just keep riding the train of Succession. It's a, maybe a top five show all time for like a a majority of people who watch these prestige TV shows. Uh, even though like even something like Jury Duty was new and different and fun to watch but um now it's succession for me jer where are you leaning yeah um it is succession it is the best season of tv that came out in the first half of this year the bear season two was an improvement on season one i thought and it's probably my number two perry mason season two not quite as good as season one still very good but i thought season one was a little bit better and it be on this in this category if the show is canceled because it's still like the fourth best thing I watched this year. Uh, the Last of Us was fun. I think you should leave, of course, just always providing 55 burgers, 55 fries. How can you go wrong with that? Love is Blind always provides. Barry is the only one I haven't seen yet. Jury Duty was a lot of fun, although it was just the Joe Schmo show again. Um, but it is it is succession. Pretty, I'm pretty confident in that pick there. Uh, backfired on me. I loved how I was going to have you guys pitch a show for me to side with one of you, and then I didn't realize <laughs> that you're both just going to pick Succession. Um, <laughs> I guess my vote will be for the bear because it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, that would have been my number two. So that's a fair, fair vote, I think. <clears throat> All right, with that, we are on our final category of the Hadsies. Ben, I think it's your turn this time. If you want yes, to give us is. our nominees. This one is uh best movie. It obviously is fitting to be the last one. I can't read Jeremy's screen again. Man, I said it's horrible. Um, best movie. We're going with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, John Wick, Chapter 4, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Fast 10, Fast X, however you want to say it, 
Extraction 2, and Creed 3. Could we get one original movie in this list? No, we could not. And having only seen one, I don't even know if it'll be my pick. Uh, Bob, where are you... uh, where are you at in these? Have you seen any of these besides Extraction 2? I, I will say this is one of the most fucked up things in the world that I haven't seen Creed 3. I'm not sure why. I'm a massive Rocky fan. The same thing happened with Creed 2 where I didn't see it opening night and then just put it off and put it off and put it off. And then it wasn't in theaters and then I had to wait to watch it on fucking DVD. Same thing's going to happen with Creed 3. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's kind of tough here because I haven't seen... Also, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Massive Spider-Man fan. Somehow haven't seen this movie in theaters yet. It's kind of like a scumbag movie to me. Two of my favorite things in the world, the Rocky franchise and Spider-Man, and somehow did not see the two movies that came out this year. Absolute dirtbag. Bad big movie boy. Uh, but for that reason, it's Extraction 2. Let's get fucking real. This movie, <laughs> this movie fucking rocks, dude. I think somebody said rewatchability like a category or two ago. This is the most rewatchable movie ever. I've rewatched this <laughs> since we reviewed it. That's fucking right, buddy. I said I was going to watch all those movies last weekend. Didn't fucking do that. I watched Extraction 2 a couple days ago. Just as good the second time. It's Extraction 2. Wow. Okay. I was not ready for that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's been a lot of good movies that came out this year. You guys should try watching some of them. (laughs) (laughs) Some of my favorites include John Wick Chapter 4, which is the best John Wick movie. Uh, Probably the best, definitely the best action movie that's come out this year so far. I'll say it was even better than Dead Reckoning Part 1. Fast X. God, I can't wait for you guys to watch that movie. I think we are going to have to watch it together because they really... They went all out on this one, like they do every time, but... That would be fun. Let's get a screening going on at your house when you're back in. We knew that, you know, this was going to be a kind of a two-part finale, and now Vin Diesel's claiming it's going to be a three-part finale. This movie just ends. And you don't really know it's going to end until it just stops showing you new images. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is going to happen next? That wasn't an ending to a movie. Things just happened. It's one of the most like bonkers storylines to try to follow. The family angles are incredible. They bring in characters who turned out to be family all along, that sort of thing. Uh, it's a good time. Guardians is probably the best Marvel project that's come out in the last two years, I would have to say, and MCU specifically. Um, Creed 3, I enjoyed. Um, I don't think two or three hit as high as the first Creed did. I like that movie a lot. I didn't think two lived up to it, which might be a, a hot take. And I think three was closer to two. Uh, but Across the Spider-Verse is definitely the best movie that's come out so far that I've seen this year. Uh, a sequel to one of the best superhero movies ever made might be even better than the first one. Uh, it was a treat, a visual feast on top of being just a very cool story. And I do think that they're doing the whole multiverse thing pretty much the best way that it has been done and can be done at this point. So easy vote for me for Spider-Verse. Yeah, I was going to let you talk me into it because I, I trust your opinion, Jer, and you watch all these movies. And uh, Extraction 2, I know, just wasn't the best movie. Having only seen that one, I just it know it's good. not the answer. It was fun. No, it was good. But I, I just think I would have liked more of these movies uh, better than it. Um, 
Not the one you said, though. I can't. I just don't. Mar- anything MCU, anything touching it's Marvel, I'm just out. I Okay. I, even so. I just don't like how the film was put together. That guy was just crushing his animators. I'm just not a fan. That's Guardians, true. I will never watch it. I, I don't like that movie. I watched the first one, didn't like it. I'm going with the clear answer here, which is Fast 10. I'm surprised you didn't pick it, and I'm bummed. And Bob, you got to jump on this so we don't have a three-way tie. I'm willing to change my answer uh, for the record because I will vote for Fast X. So if you're willing to change your answer, then let's do the right thing and pick Extraction (laughs) 2. I can't do it. I can't do it. I will pick Fast X. If I have to pick... Fuck, this is tough because obviously I love the Fast and the Furious movies and I love Spider-Man and... uh, I think part of me wants to pick Fast and Furious because I know when I watch it with you guys, it's going to be so fucking sweet. But fuck, I do want to see Spider-Man really bad. It's just, it's just basically what movie I want to see more now. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> then I might say Creed 3. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck it. I'm going to go um, across the Spider-Verse. Okay. okay. I'm not sure where we are at this point now. Cause... Jeremy, you're switching over to Fast 10 and that's going to win? <laughs> Fair. Sure, why not? <laughs> Congratulations, Fast X, best movie of the first half of 2023. Will it hold true throughout the remainder of the year? We've already talked about some of the movies that we're excited for. Only time will tell. Maybe at the bimbos we can settle it once and for all to see what the best movie of the year was. Boys, how do we feel about the Havsies? 2023, it is officially a wrap. I got a lot of work to do. I feel like there's a lot of movies I got to see. Yeah, I got to prepare for the bimbos, I guess. I guess I have like six months to do that, though. Well, there's a lot of more There's a lot more movies coming out for the rest of the year. I'm going to try to convince you guys to watch a few of them so that we can talk about them on this podcast. Uh, in two weeks, we could potentially review Oppenheimer and Barbie if you want to watch both of them. But I feel like just getting you to see Oppenheimer might be, might be more than... Uh, and ask that uh you're willing to I'll watch Oppenheimer me. I'll watch Oppenheimer Bob will watch Barbie and then we'll just have a awkward conversation where we can't really spoil anything that's what this podcast has been for the, what are you talking <laughs> about that happens all the time <laughs> all right well with that it is a wrap on the Havsies uh next week I don't know exactly what we're going to be reviewing or talking about if you guys want to see uh Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. We could talk about that next week, but I don't foresee that happening. So we'll have to uh, figure out in the meantime. Maybe we'll let you know on Twitter at Big Movie Boys or on Instagram at Big Movie Boys as well. Bob, do we have a Threads yet? No, I don't know what Threads is yet, but I am working (laughs) towards it. Me and my people are looking into it. Gotcha. Social media manager Bob is on the case for that one, so... (laughs) All right. Well, with that being said, uh, thank you all for watching, and we will see you next week. Peace.